Welcome, I'm Ryan Hicks, and this is Modern Business, the podcast to learn from franchise business leaders and explore new business technology. Our community is about sharing knowledge and tools that help us achieve our goals in business and beyond. Thanks for being here, and welcome to Modern Business. This podcast and this summer tour would not be possible without our sponsors, so please check them out, go to their websites, listen to their value propositions, and consider doing business with them. And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey guys, I'm Zach Fishman. And I'm Ryan Hicks. And if there's one thing we've learned through the many episodes of Modern Business, if you work for a franchise, marketing is insanely difficult. We've hosted a lot of people way smarter than us, and we can all agree on this. Google is always updating its algorithm. Best practices for social media advertising are constantly changing. And no matter how hard you try, it feels impossible to keep up. Fear not, franchise fam. Ryan and I are so excited to introduce this week's sponsor, Scorpion, a marketing company that caters to your strategic needs of your franchise brand. Scorpion is an all-in-one marketing partner capable of handling everything your franchise needs, from your branding and website to your search engine optimization, online reputation, and paid advertising. But you don't have to take our word for it. Entrepreneur Magazine named Scorpion the number one franchise marketing company. To learn more, visit scorpion.co mb. That's scorpion.co mb. Welcome back to Modern Business Podcast. Thank you all so much for uh, joining us. We have uh, taken quite a road trip uh, since you guys uh, last spoke to us. Uh, last you heard, we were in uh, the Big Apple in New York City, but uh, now we have taken uh, quite a trip uh, over to Westlake, Ohio. Uh, for those who are keeping score, that is very far. Uh, but we are here today and uh, looking forward to uh, starting off our Monday uh, with a gentleman I've actually had the pleasure of uh, getting to know over the past year or two. Uh, we have uh, we have Mr. Bruce Lane, who is the Vice President of Operations and Franchise Services of Travel Centers of America, and more specifically, his day-to-day, he is focusing on Quaker Steak and Lube. So, Bruce, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I do appreciate the opportunity to speak with you. Absolutely. You know, I, uh, I've never been to Ohio before, so uh, happy that uh, I'm making a nice entrance and getting to hang out with some friends here. I got some nice weather, which is always nice. And it's always uh, beautiful in Ohio. Yeah, well, I mean, except for the other eight months. I mean, I am I am in Chicago, so we do have the same exact weather. <laughs> so, so believe me, the secret's out, so it's okay uh, for those listening. Uh, but, you know, would love to get started and just kind of talk a bit about, you know, I, I, I know that you've been involved in the franchise business for, you know, quite a bit now. And, you know, would be really helpful for some folks to kind of understand, you know, when you're speaking to prospective franchisees, because I know you play on the operations and the franchise sales mm-hmm. side, you know, what advice do you have for them when they're kind of first getting and started in the process? They're really new. They don't exactly know what they're looking for. What advice do you give a prospective franchisee when they're first getting involved in the process? Well, when, I, when I'm speaking with prospects, if they're very new to the, to the industry or, or haven't franchised something before, uh, I have franchised before. I've been a franchisee, and mm-hmm. now I'm a franchisor, so I, I, can, I can understand both sides of the coin. But the main thing I, as a franchisee, that there is so much work involved in it, so much that you don't plan for, may not foresee, uh, that if you don't love it, mm-hmm. uh, if you look at it as a job or work, uh, it'll be very difficult to be successful. So find something you love. Don't go chasing the money. Uh, don't go for the easiest franchise or something that's going to be the the coolest thing in the in on the block. Mm-hmm. Find something that you love doing, and that uh, when things go down or go wrong or go a little awry, mm-hmm. that you will still love doing it. Uh, that is the most important thing because there things will come up. Stuff happens, 
and sometimes it is not always positive, uh, and you have to be able to weather it, uh, and the love of it uh, will keep you, in, in my instance, it kept me motivated uh, when things were, uh, you know, not what I wanted them to be, and and that's that's what I would that's what I would propose to people. Yeah, you know, and I and I think that it is interesting because you have seen things on both sides of the fence, rather you know on the franchise or in the franchisee side. You do definitely have a really unique perspective when it comes to you know evaluating who you who you even had that conversation with in the first place, right? Because I mean, right. I think that you know you guys have a really you were just kind of telling me offline before about you know how Quaker Steak ended up in the TA family and all that because I didn't know that background. Um, I'm sure that there are a certain, you know, set a certain set of criteria that you guys look for when it comes to finding a potential franchisee. How do you guys evaluate those and find the ones that end up becoming franchisees with Quaker Steak? Well, the Quaker Steak it's a little bit different. Uh, we have a little bit added uh, criteria that we look for. As all franchisees, you know, we want multi-unit operators. We want people who've been in the business for a long time and successful at, at all levels uh, in the restaurant industry and franchising industry. But at Quaker Steak & Lou, because of our unique business uh, that is wrapped around events and local community and relatively, you know, a small uh, company of, of a little over 40 restaurants, that uh, the franchisee must be ingrained in their community, it's mm-hmm. it's not a big giant. If you build it, people are going to come because they know there's a, a a logo that they've seen all over the world. It's a, a business that has to be driven uh, by the franchisee on a local, almost micro level. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we look for people who are accustomed to that, know that there is some some sweat equity involved, mm-hmm. uh, and that uh, people will come to uh, a restaurant. Uh, because it's a good restaurant, it's good, good, good food. But a lot of times at Quaker Steak and Lube, they will come because of the specific franchisee who is so well-known in the community and supports the local community, right. uh, mainly around our, our events. I mean, we, we have charitable events in our restaurants all the time, mm. uh, specifically to help uh, put our name out there uh, and uh, get people used to us. And so that is an added thing that a lot of our younger franchisees uh, need and we and we specifically look for that because when we have people that aren't so used to that, we can tell uh, there are there are sales and profitability differences in those two. Sure, no, absolutely, and I and I think that that certainly makes sense. It, it go a lot goes into really understanding who's going to be successful and who isn't, and you know you have a really interesting perspective for a lot of reasons, but one I think. Uh, that will kind of uh, be interesting to dig into a little bit is the fact that you are really involved on the operations side, of course, and on the franchise sales side. You know, I think that one component that is incredibly important when it comes to operations is, of course, support. And, you know, I think that a lot goes into really building out, you know, the right team. And so let's talk a little bit about, you know, how important you really feel that your team is, you know, how you build out a proper one uh, and things of that nature. A lot of potential franchisees may be listening and a lot of young franchisors might be listening too. So it could be helpful advice for all of them. Well, I, I'm a restaurant operator. I grew up in the in the business, you know, I started with a spatula in my hand and I mm-hmm. still enjoy having a spatula in my hand. And that's... Uh, operations draws everything, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, we are in support of operations. Uh, there are some companies that I know that uh, you know when they, they lose focus of that. Uh, but a franchisee is so involved and so ingrained in his day-to-day business. A lot of times, they are the opening manager, they are the closing manager, they're the accountant, uh, they're the human resource rep. Yeah, they're absolutely everything. And as a franchisor, uh, my job and Everybody's 
everybody on my teams, their main role is to support that franchisee and make them successful. And mm-hmm. they are only successful through operations. Mm-hmm. You can't market your way out of problems. You can't a- advertise your way. You can't human resource your way. If its operations are bad, your restaurant's going to fail. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so operations drive everything. And how I, how I have been successful in developing my teams is keeping that in mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, our job is to make our franchisees' uh, lives easier or help them make more money, uh, mm-hmm. period. Sure. And a lot of times that's done through operations. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, My franchise consultants uh, are, came out of our operations department. Mm-hmm. They were successful restaurant managers, successful district managers, successful training managers, mm-hmm. and they need all of those skills in dealing with a franchisee uh, because at one moment they can be talking with a line cook and in the next second they can be talking to a multimillionaire uh, who has four or five different restaurants mm-hmm. uh, and they have to be able to communicate uh, equally with both mm-hmm. uh, and uh Again, focused on the operations. It, it is, anybody can go anywhere and get a good meal. Uh, but to get world-class service with great operations and a great meal that stands out from all the other restaurants on, on the street, mm-hmm. uh, that's where I feel my operations team uh, exceeds. And so it is, it, it, and we remind ourselves of that uh, every day, that operations drives absolutely everything. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that, certainly makes a lot of sense and you know considering your background as a restaurant operator i think that that certainly would be something that you guys have a lot of competency in and that you guys do a really awesome job with both on you know having operations and franchise sales tied together is a recurring theme that's becoming more and more popular in the franchise space you know they're actually bringing the operations team in a lot earlier and obviously since that you and you and paul are running a lot of that together that that obviously uh, is ideal And now, a word from our sponsors. Does your restaurant struggle with understaffed teams, resulting in order mistakes, slower service, and missed upsell opportunities? Introducing Valiant AI, an artificial intelligence software that can speak directly with your customers and take all drive-through orders, allowing your employees to focus on food preparation, payment processing, and order accuracy. Using data like trending food items, time of day, weather, and even customer decisiveness, Valiant can make a specific product recommendation to make upselling that much easier. The stats speak for themselves. Valiant has helped our customers average order increase by 70% while also decreasing wait times by 10 to 25%. If you think your business could benefit from decreased wait times and additional revenue, check out www.valiant.ai or contact them directly at info at valiantai to learn more. Once again, that's www.valiant.ai to learn more. But one thing I will say is, is that you can't do everything on your own, uh, as you know. I mean, you wear a lot of hats in franchising, but there are some things that you have to outsource. It's just, it's just the, it's just the what what you have to do. You know, I'm sure you guys are working with a lot of people, third party, so to speak, suppliers, maybe even uh, that you know have been helping you guys out to, you know, to make your life easier. What 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 type of suppliers have you guys found to be the most valuable for you? Well, yes, we are. We do a lot of, uh, all of our suppliers are, are outsourced. Our, one of the benefits of being at, uh, tied with Travel Centers of America is the size of the company and our administrative infrastructure. Mm-hmm. We do not have to outsource uh, payroll or human resources or, or things like that. Uh, so we can, 
we can turn things around and help our franchisees out when they have questions about that. Our, we have a full staff of marketing department and, uh, and uh, creative that can turn things around for franchisees very quickly. Don't have to outsource that. Mm-hmm. That's one of the benefits of, of TA uh, being our, our, uh, our, our owner. Sure. But from a restaurant side, uh, our suppliers, again, TA is a benefit. We have almost 900 restaurants. We have mm-hmm. 400 plus travel centers all over the country. We are a very large company yeah. that all buy a lot of products. Yeah. Uh, and so we have suppliers uh, crisscrossing the nation and buying power much greater than our 40 plus restaurant chain. We have buying power of almost 900 restaurants sure. and that helps bring things, uh, costs down, mm-hmm. helps logistics. Uh, and all of that, again, back to the operations, is to help the restaurants uh, and the franchisees uh, be more successful. And in that, uh, we have a, a wide variety of, of suppliers or potential suppliers that come to us to try to get our business at Quaker Second Lube. Uh, and we kind of have the pick of the litter. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you will, we aren't having we aren't having to go out and try to find somebody who can be our our, our mainline distributor. For example, we have uh, many companies that are vying for that, and we put them through very thorough vetting, mm-hmm. both financial support wise. We do background checks, or referrals. We we will speak with from a national distributor to a a regional produce vendor. Uh, we will put them through the same. Uh, criteria uh, and uh, almost excruciatingly detailed uh, references and, and just operational to see, make sure how they support their current uh, customers and vendors mm-hmm. uh, so we can be assured they will be treating our franchisees and my company-operated restaurants sure. uh, with, the same, with the same love and the same expertise. So uh, we, uh, we, again, we, we vet it thoroughly. And again, we are a franchisor of 40 plus restaurant brands around the country. And so we are very well used to those types of things. And we use all of that knowledge to benefit specifically. I, I use all of that knowledge to benefit my franchisees at Quaker Steak and Loop. Yeah. So let's, let's dig in a little bit more into, you know, how you guys are really evaluating which ones to work with specifically. Is there, I, I know you kind of talked through the process, but is there, uh, anything in particular that you guys really look for that you've seen that has really well worked well across all of the TA brands? Across all the TA brands, it's it's difficult for me to say. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, am, maybe we can even yeah, talk about I, more. I am more I am more in tune with the uh, uh, with the Quaker Stegen Lube. Yeah, but, but and and the TA enterprise is so varying in in industry from the restaurants to the truck services. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there are different vendors that are fuel purchasing different vendors that I wouldn't even sure. think about. But I mean, but, more specifically, it's a Quaker steak. I mean, would to, you say that there's anything that you guys have seen that has worked really well? Well, Quaker Steak is a very nimble, small mm-hmm. and nimble company. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, we have to be for, for the growth that we are planning on and, and expecting. And to have a vendor or a supplier who is equally as nimble, equally as creative, mm-hmm. uh, helps us a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, we... I wouldn't want to be pigeonholed into something for too long. You know, if, if uh, there, there may be programs or, or processes that a vendor may have that because of the, the speed that the industry is changing, mm-hmm. 
we need to adapt quicker. Mm -hmm. uh, and so having a vendor that is that is open to those kind of discussions that may be thinking forward thinking, you know, 12, 18, 24 months out in advance, because we are here uh, and we are always trying to solve the today's issues, mm -hmm. but also plan for for the future and the, the change in the industry that's coming, be it labor or third party delivery or, or anything like that, uh, you know, meat, you know, non meat based products in a restaurant industry, sure. you have to have vendors and suppliers who are also thinking about that just just so they can try to keep up with us. Sure. No, absolutely. That 100% that makes sense. So let's pivot uh, back to franchise sales again. And, and really, maybe we can kind of talk more generally too. you know, obviously, you know, in every brand, you want to try and find a way to create some type of narrative so people have emotional connection to what you guys are providing and i think that um you know I, I don't imagine that quaker steak is any exception to that so let's talk a little bit about you know the narrative that you guys have created and you know how you guys are trying to find a way to make an emotional connection with people how have you guys really done that differently than others in the space we've done it kind of goes back to what i mentioned something in the beginning that uh i've been a franchisee mm -hmm. uh, and i've been a franchisor and been I've, I've, luckily i've been successful enough in both of them mm -hmm. but being able to wear the franchisees hat mm -hmm. uh, in my discussions and, and discussing with my team that we never forget where the focus should be and it is on them we uh, always have them top of mind mm -hmm. uh, and when I'm speaking with a franchisee a prospective candidate or helping them do a business plan even with a with a current franchisee uh, I, I tend to remember where some of my pitfalls were, you know, several years ago as, as, a, as my own, you know, Which is small, helpful. small franchisee. And I, I, I think it is helpful. And I, I remember I can put myself in their shoes. And sometimes I have to, I have to check my own ego mm -hmm. at the door as, I, yes, I am the vice president of operations, France and services. And, uh, you know, I oversee the Craig and Lou brand. But more importantly, I am their advocate. I'm their help. I'm their, mm -hmm. I'm the, I want to be the guy on their shoulder. Uh, whispering, uh, you know, hopefully golden nuggets of inspiration in their ear. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I, I think that is our narrative. I have been a franchisee and it was, some of it was tough. I sold them. Mm -hmm. I sold them because I was tied in with a franchise brand that I personally didn't want to do, do business with anymore. Mm -hmm. And uh, I have, I vowed to myself and to my wife and to my family that uh, I'm not going to let that happen with anybody else. I have been laid out. You know, I moved my kids out of high school to go somewhere else, the other part of the country, and four years later was selling them. I opened up some successful restaurants and ended up having to sell the brand. And I know what I did to my family, and I know what that did to to the business. Uh, and I I know I will never let that happen. And that is what brought me back to to being on franchisor. That is what brought me to. Uh, Travel Centers of America and Quaker Steak and Lube specifically, uh, and that that is the narrative. When when I can get per that personal in a franchisee knows that he and I or she and I are in this together. Mm -hmm. uh, that is what separates us from everybody else, uh, and I. It is not just Bruce speaking; mm -hmm. it is Bruce living it. And it is in everybody on my team, from the marketing department to the purchasing department to our training department and to my operations team, every single person knows that that is what we do here at Quaker Steak and Lube. 
Yeah. And that is what separates us. And now, a word from our sponsors. Successful franchise systems are based on a consistent approach to business processes and compliance, as well as sound operational and financial controls. BDO is a leader in franchise accounting and advisory services, providing a comprehensive suite of integrated value-added services to franchisor and franchisee clients. The complex and diverse issues you face today warrant franchisors, franchisees, owners, and senior management to work with a firm that combines substantial resources with practical services. To learn more, please visit www.bdo.com. BDO.com. That is www.bdo.com. Yeah, I, I, I think that one recurring theme that we've seen, you know, on this podcast is we've had, you know, a lot of influential people just like you kind of saying that, you know, it's not necessarily about, you know, the narrative that the brand is trying to create. It's about the people that are actually there creating that very narrative. And I think that it is really awesome that, you know, you sit down next to me and look, 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 I've been there. I know exactly you know what you're going through i know that it's challenging and this is exactly what's happened to me here's a perfect example of where you know i thought that it was going to go right and maybe it didn't but i'm going to make sure because i've been through that experience that it won't happen to you and i think that that um that oftentimes makes an even larger difference than you know how you are writing your that marketing material you know it's that emotional connection that authenticity that really does make that difference right and one of the things we have here is you know we're a good-sized regional company, but we're not so big that franchisees don't know my name and mm-hmm. don't have my cell phone number. Mm-hmm. If a franchisee has an issue, uh, they can they can and do mm-hmm. call directly to me on a regular basis, and we encourage that. Uh, now, they're obviously their number one point of contact is their franchise consultants, uh, but it's there's it's not some ivory tower. Uh, sure. that is regulating things down to the field and down to the operators that, that people aren't aware of. Uh, we meet with the franchisees on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, and knowing who they can call in anywhere in our organization, knowing that they're going to get immediate reaction and immediate action to their to their concern sure. uh, is, a, is a very beneficial uh, part of our company that we, that we supply to them. 100%. So, um, you know, I would love to just talk a little bit about, you know, some of the new programs you guys have going on because, you know, I, I, I always hear whenever I see you guys, there's a new thing, new thing going on. You kind of mentioned that you guys are a nimble, a really nimble company within a large one, which I think is a really unique situation to be in because, you know, you're small, but you obviously have, you know, a lot of resources at your disposal. So what are some programs that you guys are really excited about that you wouldn't mind sharing with us? Well, some of that we've had very good success recently with our rolling out third-party delivery. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have tested that in several restaurants uh, and are in our company restaurants, and they have been very successful. Almost immediately uh, acknowledged by our guests, we are learning. We have we are getting new guests. It is not just all uh, our existing guests going to to uh, to get third-party delivery. We are bringing a new customer that we did not have. Uh, and our franchisees have uh, are jumping on board with that. We've vetted out a very uh, successful menu. We have some items that just don't travel well. Mm-hmm. You know, we there's some items we don't sell uh, on third-party delivery, mm-hmm. uh, and we learned that in our company restaurants before we rolled it out to our franchisees, and that has been very successful. Mm-hmm. We are rolling them out as quickly as as as, as we can uh, with other third-party deliveries. We have uh, just rolled out a new loyalty program. Mm-hmm. Uh, we call it revved up rewards. Mm-hmm. Uh, revved up plays off the auto theme, mm-hmm. uh, and it is a uh, new loyalty pl- program that is system wide. Uh, we have 
put that out probably four or five months ago is when we finally had national uh, national implement national of all the restaurants and we have uh, been very successful we are learning very quickly uh, how our existing guests are, are are coming back in what is drawing them back in mm-hmm. uh, we are realizing a much higher average check uh, on these on these guests mm-hmm. and uh, an increased visit so again it's very successful for us uh, it is a program that we did not have in the past mm-hmm. uh, and we are very very excited about that uh, and just again being able to reward our guests and our franchisees no matter where they are anywhere in the country these same promotions go uh, as as they travel. Uh, we've gotten very successful uh, new beverage programs, uh, elevated beverage program, and our food menu. Uh, we have teamed with very good national providers in our spirits and our and our wine and beer categories. Mm-hmm. Uh, whole new wine program, elevated it up, uh, three different levels of wine. Uh, some higher level of some of the celebrity uh, spirits, uh, aviation gin, mm-hmm. uh, and some of those categories. Those categories. Gin. It is. Uh, there are some very good gins out there. Some very good vodkas that are bringing in new cusps. Uh, some of the younger clientele. Uh, you know, they go for the. You know, they're going for uh, the the mixologist experience it's not just a, a person standing behind a bar pouring a beer uh, in chicken wings it, it doesn't is, hurt when ryan reynolds is walking around when, on tv <laughs> talking about aviation gin those and, things those things help and we are elevating the brand for that we have uh, a very good selection of of, of premium beverages uh, and are getting some uh, some good tie-in and marketing uh, support to those brands and is bringing a new guest to us we're all from uh, from our franchise restaurants uh, uh, with those specialty cocktails mixed with the specialty spirits uh, or or even Red Bull we've tied in we've tied in with Red Bull we have a line of Gotta drinks keep the truckers awake somewhere. we have a we have a line of drinks we call them our trash can drinks they are sold in uh, plastic trash cans. Oh, I like that. Uh, some of them are topped off with gummy worms. Some are topped off with a, a bottle, a, a, a can of Red Bull uh, mm-hmm. turned upside down in it. And so there are, there are some trends coming in that are bringing in new guests to our to our brand, uh, and our uh, profitabilities uh, and guest counts and average checks are, are showing it. And so uh, we are very happy with that. A lot of really exciting stuff. And I will say, I unfortunately have never been. Uh, to a Quaker Steak and Lube. So I do have to ask this question just so we can create some imagery for the people that are listening because since we don't have uh, as much video and we don't have the food to show, what is your favorite thing on the menu? My favorite thing on the menu is our baby back ribs. Okay. Uh, that's just me personally. We are more famous for our chicken wings and our steaks and our burgers. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we sell, they are, and they are all great. Mm-hmm. The the hidden gem, mm-hmm. in my mind, are the are the ribs. Our baby back ribs are extremely uh, extremely delicious. They are they are varied in their spices uh, and sauces. I should say we have twenty four uh, chicken wings sauces. Yeah, you have a lot of sauces up use, there. So, I mean, and we use those on the ribs as well. It is it is Ooh. a. Uh, the rib offering is something you will not see in any other restaurant. Now, we are known for our wings. Uh, we have 24 sauces every single month for our wings. 40% of our sales 
our, our wings mm-hmm. and, and steaks. And steaks is in our middle names, Quaker Steak and Lube. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so steak is in our middle name, uh, and we do those very, very well. Uh, the other thing is uh, we have a great line of salads. Mm-hmm. Uh, not everything has to come off of a... Uh, has to come off of a grill or a fryer, but our Absolutely. salads, we are rolling out, uh, uh, bringing out salmon, uh, mm. a full full fillet of salmon on our next menu in a few months, and that is going to be a uh, very exciting uh, event for us. Absolutely. Well, great. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I know that whenever I see you guys at the conferences, I actually have tried some of the some of the uh, sauces because you guys gave me a bunch of them and I was clanking around coming back from a conference in Vegas because I had all these sauces in my bag and they were thought that I was going to some cook-off somewhere but uh, in the middle of New York City but you know it was re- I, I know that I've loved a bunch of them I think that go- the golden garlic was really good I liked that one a lot golden garlic is very good we have a smoked jalapeno honey mustard I, li- I tried that one, too. I tried that one, too. You guys swore that I'd like it, and you weren't lying. The smoked so. jalapeno honey is, 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 is my go-to sauce. And oh, absolutely. Well, uh, thank you so much, Bruce, and we really appreciate the time. Where can people go uh, online to learn a little bit more about maybe, you know, just Quaker Steak and Lube or potentially the franchise opportunity? Quaker Steak and Lube can be found at thelube.com. Okay. Uh, and our lubefranchising.com is for franchise development sites. Uh they can find us on Facebook. They can find us on Instagram. They can find us on Twitter. Awesome. Uh, at all those normal handles. Uh, and uh, it has been a great speaking with you. Always good to see you. Uh, and I know we'll, we'll meet in a couple months at another conference. Absolutely. We'll see each other another eight times between now and the end of the year. So, Drew, thank you so much for the time, and we really appreciate it. And uh, see you soon. Anything I can do for you or your clients, just let me know. Thank you. Appreciate it.